Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Welcome back to 24 Hours in Rugby League. Craig and Weekend of Footy, we just had got to have plenty of content coming today and over the next few days, summing up round 22. But there is a lot of news, including a lot of injuries. Now, courtesy of the NRL physio, Brian, who uh, had a child over the weekend, so congratulations to Brian. Uh, he's uploaded all of the injuries from the weekend. I'll go through those really quickly for you. The first one is Daniel Saifiti. He suffered a left knee injury. Video shows contact from tackler to outside of lower leg, causing medial collapse. Brings concern for MCL injury, uh, traumatic nature, plus inability to play on points to at least moderate sprain. Would be facing minimum two weeks out, if so. So if you are a draft player and you have a Jacob Saifedi or a David Klemmer, you're probably looking at a big win there for you moving forward. Those guys, they'll play extended minutes. Uh, Jacob Saifedi in particular, when he does get big minutes, he's an absolute monster for the Newcastle Knights. Not a bad draw for them on the run home as well. So good little win there. If you are a Daniel Saifedi owner in a draft competition, devastating news there. Tommy Starling, uh, he's going to see a specialist to determine if a fractured jaw requires surgery. He played the vast majority of that game with a fractured draw, I believe. So Tommy Starling, he is one tough cookie. Uh, if he avoids surgery, usually minimum four-week recovery for adequate bone healing can extend out beyond six to eight weeks if significant fracture. So three weeks left. Uh, if he's looking at four weeks on the sideline, it would probably mean finals week two, a return for Tommy Starling if the Canberraiders are still alive. Then we've got Andrew McCulloch, uh, a moderate high grade injury. Uh, his season would be over if it is confirmed and for me, I don't think that one's looking overly good. Uh, Hook wasn't overly positive about McCulloch either so I would guess that Andrew McCulloch his season is over. Devastating for my super coach draft team. Dan Gagai, I laid out this 
this week with a hamstring issue picked up in round 21. Expected back in round 23, but worth noting, Gagai has a history of hamstring issues. Missed three games with a minor hamstring strain at the end of 2020. South played it safe with Johnson in similar circumstances, so wouldn't be surprised to see Dane Gagai, Dane Gagai out for a little bit longer, especially with Alex Johnson reportedly returning next week. Uh, Blake Laurie and Jacob Rillo, both with fractured hands this weekend. Laurie to require surgery. His season is likely over. Avrilo still to undergo scans. Uh, I think it's more than likely that Avrilo's season will be red rover. Trent Barrett, he was not overly positive in his press conference either. Lachlan Fitzgibbon, his season is over. That was confirmed the other day. He's having surgery on a cartilage injury as a result of a subluxing his shoulder in round 21. So an unfortunate way for the season end for Lachlan Fitzgibbon. A very up and down season for him. Mitch Barnett, uh, the big winner out of that one, as is probably Connor Watson moving forward. So if you've got either of those guys, that's a little win for you. Uh, not a good round for concussion with Dale Finucane, Jerome Hughes, Jared Croker, Billy Burns, Dale Copley, Danny Levi, Brad Parker, Nick Meady, Mulatalo, all appearing to fail their HIAs. Also, always hoping for less than four per week to start bringing in the 2021 average down. So not a great week for HIAs. Uh, so you need to stay tuned for all of those guys to see if they will be playing this weekend. Um, and of course, Tom Travojevic, um Manly initially hoped a plate in Tom Travojevic's face from a previous fracture had saved him from injury. Now multiple reports of a small hairline fracture. If confirmed, thankfully a quick return to play. Could see around 25 return on the cards, especially if a top spore, top four spot is on the line for the Manly Seagulls. That's probably the biggest news to come out of this weekend, and we reported on that this morning, having a look at what that meant for... Manly, the NRL, Supercoach Draft, Supercoach Classic, it has a vast effect on a lot of things in rugby league and a lot of things that would mean a lot to you guys as well and to me especially. Let's have a look at the rest of the news. Now, Jaden Nikarima, uh, he signed with the Melbourne Storm. A really interesting one here, Jaden Nikarima, a kid that had all the ability, of course, the younger brother, I think he's the older brother actually, of Cody Nikarima. Uh, I remember watching him play for the Roosters and for Wyong a couple of years ago, and he was just unreal. He has gotten a little bar- bit of Barney Rubble off the field. I believe it was cocaine charges that got him banned for four years, I believe. Uh, now signing with the Melbourne Storm, a really, really interesting one, but a guy with a heap of X-Factor. I mean, if you were going to play Jaden Nicarima somewhere, it would probably be nine or in the halves. Uh, I mean, they've obviously got their fair whack of halves, the Melbourne Storm, and hookers. I mean, they got hookers falling out of their ass, realistically. So an interesting signing, but no doubt Jaden Nicarima, the sort of footballer that if he can get, geez, 80% of his the best out of him, he could be anything, especially in the modern game. The game is more suited now to Jaden Nicarima than what it was back then, and I mean, for Craig Bellamy to open the doors to Jaden Nicarima, I think it says something about how he's turned his life around. This sort of stuff doesn't happen accidentally, you know. There's obviously a reason why Craig Bellamy's allowed and come in there. They've sat down for a coffee or whatever it might be, and he must have impressed. He must have really turned his life around. So, fingers crossed, we can see Jaden Nicarima back in first grade for the Melbourne Storm. I think it would be unreal, and I think he could really add something for the Storm moving forward. Uh, Cody Walker, another 10 out of 10 game on the weekend for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. He is just in supreme touch. I posted on my page the other day that if it wasn't for Tom Travojevic, I mean, we would be talking about Cody Walker nonstop. He's having an unbelievable season at the moment. He is just in some of the best touch I've ever seen. And, you know, I, I, I keep saying it, but if Tommy Turbo didn't exist, mate, Cody Walker is having one of those seasons we could be talking about you know, 2021 Cody Walker instead of 2021 Tom Travojevic. That's how well he is playing at the moment. You've now got Tom Travojevic injured, which really opens the race for that Dalian medal. And Cody Walker, I'm sure he would have his eyes on it. He would have to be the front runner now, I think, realistically. If Turbo does miss the next three games, 
I mean, that's potentially nine points that Cody Walker can pick up in the form he's in. Let's say worst-case scenario, I reckon he gets six points over the next three weeks realistically. So a really good opportunity for Cody Walker to take home that Dalian medal. And Wayne Bennett has given him huge praise. Wayne was talking about the other day when he was falling asleep. He was staring at his ceiling thinking about his greatest team ever, and he simply couldn't leave Cody Walker out of it. He said he is one of the best players that he's ever coached. So one hell of a compliment for Cody, Cody Walker. I mean, you've got to think Wayne Bennett, Obviously coached those great Brisbane teams, went to the Dragons, coached a premiership winning side there, but he coached Origin for, what, 25, 30 games, I would guess, probably a little bit less than that, but something around that mark. He was also the coach of the Kangaroos for a number of years, so, I mean, mate, he has coached some of the all-time greats, Wayne Bennett, and to put Cody Walker into that category, very, very impressive, a huge compliment. Uh, It looks like Kane Evans and Will Chambers, they're going to get offered the opportunity to box at the end of this season. I probably doubt you'll see this one happening, to be honest with you. If I'm Will Chambers, I don't know, boxing a 25-year-old front rower, probably isn't the top of my category as a 33-year-old centre, realistically. Uh, But I'm sure they would get some good money out of it, something that we'd probably talk about. I think Kane Evans would probably give it to him, realistically. Uh, But yeah, I I don't really see this one playing out. I know a lot of people are really excited about it, but... I don't know, just a bit of a weird narrative for me. Uh, the Broncos are actively in the hunt for another prop for 2022. They've ruled out Moose, Josh Maguire, though. They said that they will not be bringing him back to the club. I think it's probably a good shout. I think Moose, um, his footy has really dropped off over the last year or so, which has been unfortunate. Obviously, he was at the Cowboys, then at the Dragons. Both have been going like a busted whilst he's been there. I don't think it's his fault. I'm not saying it's his fault that they've been going terribly, but I just think his form, he's not the footballer he used to be, and I don't think this would be a a smart move for the Brisbane Broncos. Connor Watson, uh, this narrative just will not go away. Where is he going to land? Personally, I think it will be the Roosters. Uh, The Knights reportedly wanted an answer from their utility on his future by Friday. Uh, They didn't get that. He's still weighing up an offer to join the Roosters. So really interesting one to see how this is going to play out. I think he would be a huge addition for the Sydney Roosters. I think if he was to go to the Roosters, and I said this last week, I think it just seals Connor Watson as being a career utility guy, which for me, I've got no problem with. But I imagine a lot of these guys who have egos, who have goals, they want to achieve, they want to be the best. It must be a tough pill to swallow. But... Some of the great utilities at the Roosters of one comps have been incredibly successful. I mean, you're talking Chris Flannery, you're talking Orbo. I mean, Connor Watson, he, he, he could be the next guy, and they're so highly respected uh, at the Sydney Roosters and in the NRL in general for what they do. And obviously, it's a bit of a pay-cut being a utility guy as well, but you get the lifestyle of living in Sydney, all the perks of working with the Roosters. He's a guy that does a lot off the field as well. So, Connor Watson, I think being at the Roosters would give him a really good opportunity to set himself up for life after football as well. So, something he's got to consider, but he has got a lot of really good mates up there at Newcastle in particular, Kalen Ponga. So, uh, yeah, I'm really interested to see where this one lands. Personally, I think he probably will end up at the Roosters, realistically. Uh, Victor Radley, he's in trouble once again. He's looking at a three-match suspension if the Roosters do not challenge tomorrow night. Um, Yeah, really tough. I mean, an early guilty plea for three matches. So, if they do go in and fight this one, it'll be very interesting. Uh, Dangerous contact. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. You feel sorry for Radley, the position he's been in this year, but... It is what it is. He has got to try and turn his game. I did feel really sorry for him on that charge down one, though. I thought that was... Um, I mean, it's the right call, but it's just one of those grey areas in rugby league that's really tough. I mean, if he doesn't make contact with Albert Kelly and he knocks the ball down, he's a hero. 
uh, but because he makes contact. But you have to get close enough to them to potentially stop a, a kick. Like That's what a charge down is. It does get very difficult. It's a real grey area that's hard to handle in rugby league. But Victor Radley, he's worn it on this one. David Clemmer, the Knights prop, has refused to rule out finishing his NRL career at the Bulldogs. He says, I'm off contract in two years, so you never know. I wouldn't be surprised if you see David Clemmer leave before those two years is up, realistically. Doesn't look overly happy up there from what I... One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I've seen, so it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. Angus Crichton, he will reportedly turn down an offer from Australian Rugby to re-sign with the Roosters for a further two seasons. A huge get for the Roosters if they do lock in Angus Crichton. Personally, I don't see him leaving Rugby League. I think he's really enjoying his lifestyle down there in Sydney's East. Um, and, uh, you know, he's obviously in a team where he can win a premiership. Boyd Cordner has retired and whatnot. There is a little bit more money there for him. And he can just establish himself as one of the best back rowers in our game. And personally, I, I know he's a rugby boy. I know he came through Scots and everything, but fuck... Uh, you'd have to be getting a lot of money to get involved with Australian rugby at the moment, I think. So I, I think Angus Crichton, he will be staying put. The Penrith Panthers halfback, Nathan Cleary, he returned on Friday night against the Dragons, put in a really solid performance. Great to see Cleary back. Uh, there was a moment where a lot of people thought there was a shoulder charge. He has been cleared of that. It was a bit of a strange one. I sort of heard uh, Nathan and Ivan getting a little bit defensive in their press in their post-match press conference. And obviously Nathan was depicting in his mind, what happened in the heat of the moment. He sort of said that he tried to wrap his arm, but there was a guy really tight next to him, so it didn't allow him to. For me, it wasn't really the reality on the tape. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm sort of 50-50 on this one, whether it was a shoulder charge or not. Uh, but he has been cleared, so that's the end of the story. So Nathan Cleary, uh, he will be right to play on from now on. And of course, a big win there for a lot of Supercoach owners that brought in Cleary, or people that now have a heap of money left over from Tom Travoyevich. If you have those trades, could be a good opportunity to get Nathan Cleary in. Guys, that's all of our news from the last 24 hours. Stay tuned later today. The Sydney Morning Herald just posted a really interesting article talking about players' salaries and how it's spread without, uh, how it's spread throughout uh, an NRL salary cap. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Some really interesting things to take from it. A really good article by Michael Chamas, friend of the podcast, friend of the page. Go and have a look at that one. We'll be posting that later today on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.